So today we're going to talk about how we mess up our relationship with our loved ones, the people we love the most. And so before we get into the word, I'm going to share just a little story about me and Rob. So it's not just Super Bowl week, it's also Valentine's Day week. And I don't know how y'all feel about Valentine's Day, but I can tell you that when I was young and single, I absolutely hated Valentine's Day. I never was part of a couple during that period of time, and there was Valentine's Day staring you right in the face, right? Reminding you of how lonely you are. So I did what I was supposed to do, and I started praying to the Lord. Lord, it sounded just like this. Bring me my perfect partner. Let it be a man that I can love, that will love me, and we can have a long and happy marriage. And you know what he did, right? So... Rob and I were friends first, and he knew that I hated Valentine's Day. And so he decided to redeem it and make that the anniversary of our first date. And that's going to be 30 years ago, come Tuesday. It's exciting, right? So I got my perfect partner. And we are anything but perfect. So talking about how we mess up relationships today is, I've got a little bit of practice after 30 years, you know? So would you stand with me for the reading of the word? So fear the Lord, Joshua 24, 14, and 15. So fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worshipped when they lived beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Let's pray for a minute. Lord, thank you for the love of my community, for um, the respect of my family, um, and for uh, Pastor Mike opening up the opportunity to have a woman share your word today, God. We are blessed by you and all you're doing in this house, and I pray today that we would have soft hearts and ears to hear what you want us to hear today. So thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Please have a seat, comfortable. Let me give you a little background about what's happening. Chapter 23, Joshua is coming to the end of his life. And he's lived in a lot of different conditions, right? I mean, he's lived in slavery, he's lived out in the wilderness, and he's lived in victory. And he wants his people to keep the blessing of the Lord. So he calls the 12 tribes together, and he tells them and reminds them of what God has done, and he challenges them to make a choice. And when you read it, it's like a charge to action. It's a call to attention. And when I read it, I said, what does this have to do with relationship? And so I began listening to the words in the scripture, and they're kind of heavy powerful, filled with action. Remember, fear, serve wholeheartedly. Put away your idols and choose. So let's unpack that for a couple minutes, okay? He calls them to remember who God is, and he starts out in chapter 24 giving them this long list of everything that God has done, powerful, amazing things that they could have never done without him. He delivered them out of slavery. He gave them 
victory over the Egyptians, and not just the Egyptians, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, and there's a whole bunch of other ites, some of them I can't even say. And then he reminds them, finally, that they are living in land that wasn't theirs, and that they're living in houses they didn't build, and that they have food that they didn't plant. And all of that was given out of the goodness of God, his care for them. And so then he moves on to tell them to fear the Lord. And I'm going to tell you that over the course of my walk, I've really struggled with that. Fear the Lord. But yet other scriptures, in Romans 8, Paul tells us that we shouldn't have a spirit of fear, that we're adopted and we can go boldly and call our father Abba. So how do you balance fear of the Lord with Abba, Father. So, I really embrace the Abba, Father part. But the fear part, I wrestled with that for a while and I parked it. And then one day I was driving, not thinking anything about this. And the Holy Spirit popped a question in my head. went like this. Do you love the ocean? I do. The smell, the sound... The breeze, I like to play in the water, I like to sail, I love the vastness, and it brings me peace. And then he says, but it can consume you. And I thought, well, that's true, but I know that, and I respect it. So I don't dabble dangerously, I'm not careless with it. I treat it with respect. And... He says, well, that's reverence. The idea that there's power and authority. And if you respect that, then you can come freely and enjoy goodness. Right? And isn't that what our relationship with God is? And so that really settled it for me. And in that same verse, Joshua tells them not just to fear but to serve. And so I looked that up. And serve here has a reference for bondservant. Have you ever heard that? And so I'm not really sure. I can't say until recently. I dug deep into that. But in Exodus 21, it tells us that a bondservant was a person who turned themselves over to a master. They did it voluntarily out of love. And in return, they received care. Well, that sounds very much like the relationship we're supposed to have with God. And so he shares with us our posture wholeheartedly, which just means completely sincere and enthusiastic. But I thought it was really interesting that a synonym for that is fervent. Right? And then he calls us to put away our idols. So our idol is anything or anyone that we worship above God. Right? And his final challenge is to choose to choose today. He's challenging them, make a decision, choose or reject. And now as I unpacked it, I could see that this is a roadmap for our relationship with God. And that's important because when we have an overflow of a healthy relationship with God, that's going to overflow to the people that we love the most, right? I mean, Jesus said, if anyone's seen me, you've seen my father. 
So if we're to be like Jesus, right, then we're going to model that. If we've seen and spend our time with our Father, then that's going to fill into our relationships with the people that we love the most, right? My dad used to say you get like the people you live with, right? So our anchor point for today is our relationship with them is only as good as our relationship with him. So last week, Pastor Mike taught us to reverse engineer, right? So we, we look at what we do wrong to learn what we should do right. So we're going to continue in that format. And let me share a little bit about what it looks like when I mess up. So when I mess up, I mess up because, number one, I forget who they are. So these are my loved ones in row two over here. And, you know, Joshua calls us to remember because remembering has such power. But sometimes I forget, right? I mean, I'm busy. So let me share with you a little bit about what our day looks like during the school year. 5 a.m., the clock goes off. Coffee's done, thank God. And we get up. We get the kids up. We've got four, so they are getting dressed, arguing over who's in the bathroom. We head downstairs, pack lunch eat breakfast, and then Rob takes them to school, and then it's my turn. I get up. I make my own breakfast, pack my own lunch, get done, off to work I go. So after a long day, I'm tired. I come home, and inevitably my four kids are sitting around the kitchen table. I walk in through the kitchen, and I hear, Mommy! And that sounds great, until, can I have a snack can you do my laundry? And my very favorite, can I play video games? And my answer is always, I have no idea. I just walked in the door. Can you see that my coat's on? My briefcase is still in my hand. I've been out all day. Can you give me five or 10 minutes to get it together? Or even better yet, where's dad? <laughs> so, but I, and the truth is that I forgot. Because when I remember who they are to me, I remember the fact that being a mom was a long road for me. Rob and I couldn't have our own kids. We, had, we adopted. And for a long time, we were back and forth with the idea that we were going to be parents, we weren't going to be parents. And there was a lot of disappointment to that. And so I can remember not that long ago, truthfully, that... I got out of work early, and I was taking a walk. We live near our elementary school, and the kids were getting out right at that time. And all the little kids were running to their moms and their dads, and I started to cry. And I cried to God and said, Lord, am I ever going to know that? Will I know that joy of them running to me? But now I'm tired, and I forgot. And when mommy, when the first time I heard mommy, my heart was filled. And now I hear mommy and I think, oh, come on, give me a break. But when I remember, then I also remember the blessing of the Lord. And isn't that what it's all about? So I also mess up when I act in disrespect. Because we're called to revere God, which 
really translate, respect is in that definition, right? Respect. And so sometimes that's hard. So this funny little one, sort of. <laughs> um, Rob and I love to get ready together. And we don't get to do that very frequently anymore because our schedules are really different. But a couple weeks ago, we had the blessing of kids off to school, and we had to get ready together. And so I got done in my shower, and I'm doing my hair and makeup, and he pops in the shower. And I'm like, yay. Like in my head, I'm singing. And then I hear, are you completely unaware, or do you just not care? And I stopped. And there was part of me that really, like, come on, those are fighting words, people, right? I mean, come on. I took a breath, though, and I said, no, I'm not going to do it. And I stopped what I was doing, and I walked over to the shower, and I said, okay, I could be completely unaware, but I definitely care, so how about you just tell me the problem? Turns out we have a handheld shower, and I had the cord twisted and it was putting pressure on the pipe. So, which was likely to lead to a break eventually. In fact, it was a replacement shower he had just fixed. Yeah, you feel it, don't you? <laughs> but I have to say, in the end of that moment, I was pretty proud of myself. I didn't fight, I held my temper, I listened to his concern, and I walked away thinking, good job, Susan, really? And then I was preparing the message. <laughs> you know it's coming, right? <laughs> so, and God says, really? What about him? Did you think about when he let you pick the shower head that you wanted and didn't care that it was the most expensive one? Or how about when he took the time to watch the video, right? To install it so you didn't have to call a plumber and wait a month and then pay $500. What about that? So then I thought, oh, so good job, Susan, turned into just that, oh, right? And then it gets a little worse. I know, right? Because I was practicing, right? So he's seen this message a couple times. And then last night he tells me, I hear what you're saying, but did you ask me what I thought? Well, that's great that God led you down that road, but did you ever ask me what my feelings were? Oops. And then it turns out that he didn't care so much about the fact that he let me pick and how much it cost. What he cared about was the fact that he fixed the shower head, and if I break it, he's going to have to fix it again. And now, good job, Susan, goes from good job, Susan, to ooh. And now it's, I'm sorry, hon. I was disrespectful. I was unaware. I was familiar. Because after 30 years, my prayer, right? My perfect partner, Lord, can I have him? Mind you, I didn't just say that once or twice. It was every night for years, years. And if I woke up in the middle of the night and I forgot, I said it again, just in case God forgot. And as it turns out, the respect that I didn't show him 
It's also my lack of reverence toward the gift that God gave me, my perfect partner. But when I do it right, I can lead with, I'm sorry. Or I actually did pay attention, and I don't twist the shower head anymore. And he told me that last night, too. I did notice that you didn't do it anymore. Because I took the time to appreciate and respect my perfect partner. Which leads me to the next and most painful thing. We're called to let go of our idols, to to put them aside, right? But I mess up when I hold on to them. And in the whole story, really, the big idol was me. I was unaware. I was in my happy moment. Me. And so when I put aside my idols, it's different though, right? But when I hold on to them, it goes more like this. I speak more than I listen, right? I just want to be heard. But James 1 calls us, right, to, to be slow to speak and quick to listen. I also choose correctness over kindness. Did you ever do that? You just want to be right. It feels so good right in the moment. I'm right until you figure out that your perfect person, your loved one, had to be wrong for you to be right. And then suddenly it doesn't feel so good anymore, right? 1 Corinthians 13, right? It tells us love is patient and kind. It doesn't demand its own way. And when I walk in that, then I can live that. I can pour in to the people that I love. Remember that um, we've got to turn, right? We've got to put them away. That's an action. My favorite, though, I have to say, when I really mess up, my favorite is when I get stuck in my junk, right? You had a bad day. You had a bad day. Do you ever just want to stay there? Right? My, this is what it looks like for me. I had a bad day. I just want to grab bag of chips, bag of cookies, whatever it may be, and go veg in front of the TV. And then I call it rest. I call that rest. But Jesus tells me, come to me, whole who are weak and weary, and I will give you rest. Right? So when I do it my way, I almost always regret it. It's almost always a waste of time. I'm never satisfied or filled when I'm done. Right? Because I didn't just eat the cookie. I ate the whole bag. And I didn't just watch a little TV. I vegged for a couple hours and so much, and that everything that didn't get done and everything that everybody else needed is still waiting for me. But when I do it right, when I put aside me and I listen to a worship song or I take a power nap, then I'm filled when I listen to a scripture or I get a hug from the people that I love, right? I mean, they're my blessing from God. So I should be able to go to my people, my community, and give them the opportunity to serve. And my my last point, right? I've put aside my idols, sometimes. But I mess up when I don't honor my decisions or commitments. 
Remember that bond-servant relationship, right? Where we give ourselves in love voluntarily for life. Well, that's what we do with our loved ones, right? We, we give ourselves to them. And in return, we care for them, they care for us. But when I don't honor that, I mean, 30 years ago for me, I, I said, I put aside me for we. I changed them. I exchanged it. I wanted to. It was definitely voluntary. But when I forget that, I carry all this junk. And when I do that, instead of bringing it to the person that can carry it, my Lord, my Savior, right, I take it out on them. And then that does not honor God. That I'm not mirroring God to them. So in the very end, Joshua calls them to choose. Choose today who you will serve. We all have that choice, day to day, moment to moment. We have the choice to choose or to reject. So if you don't already, if you haven't already chosen Jesus, then you don't have the overflow of love. So start there. Choose him. Choose to give yourself in love. And if you have already made that choice, the worship team is going to play a song called Coming Back. And it's a reminder of our first love, who God is. Remember your first love. Remember the day that whatever was happening in your life brought you to a point where you actually made a choice to choose Jesus. Can we do that in worship today? Can we remember who God is? why we chose to give ourselves to him and let that carry us through in our relationship and in our walk. Would you do that with me today? Please stand as the worship team plays.